Club Culture family. This is episode 60, season three finale. I got a special guest with me today. Now, if you're on YouTube, you can already see. So, <laughs> you know who it is. But if you're on your favorite streaming platform, thank you for tuning in and make sure you leave us a rating. But I'm going to let y'all guess who, you know, who y'all think this person is next to me on the couch. What's the slogan? Just watch the damn podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Period. <laughs> Greetings. Come on, Greetings. Greetings. Who do you think you are? Bitch, I'm me. Period. Hey, y'all. Y'all missing me? Say that again. Y'all missing me? <clears throat> yes, me. it is Lizzie. It's me, y'all. You know, What's we had on? to leave. You know, I had to give y'all a banger for season three. And season three is about accountability, holding yourself accountable and holding others accountable. And you know, what's the best way to lead the greatest lesson of all than to do that with, you know, the OG, the OG pod member? What's the TikTok say? Hey, how y'all doing? You seen that TikTok? Yeah. <laughs> hey y'all, I'm back. It's good to be back. What's up, Tamaya? What's up, Tamaya? What's up, T Ray? Thank you. I'm sorry. Don't say What's my up, government. Uh-huh. My bad. Yeah. It's been a minute. Yeah, okay. man. But it's good to be back though. Yeah, man. We, uh, let's 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 catch the people up. Let's catch. Let's them go up. ahead and get into let's it. Let's catch them up. What's up? All right, man. So you was where you was there with me. When I started Club Culture, from yep. episode zero yep. to episode 14. Was it right? episode 14? It was 14. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And out of nowhere, mm-hmm. you was gone. I was gone. And people tuned in to episode 15, and they saw me and somebody else on the couch. Yep. <laughs> and then where's Lizzie? I'm at. What happened to Lizzie? Y'all, Tamaya hates me for this, but I knew she would. I knew she would. I knew she would. But I had to step away from the pod because I had a lot going on, one. And as a co-host, I couldn't really give Tamaya, like, what she needed from me. Um, What was that? Tamaya needed, okay, to know Tamaya is to know that she's a fucking perfectionist. Let's be very clear. When it comes to any project, she always got to, like, it's got to be done down to the team. And I just couldn't meet her expectations because I had a lot going on. So, like, being a part of the like, what y'all see on the, y'all see the, the finished product, but on the back end, it's so much more that, like, goes on into, like, creating the episodes. Tamaya does, like, the editing, the voiceover. And, like, when we was first starting, it was a lot of, like, trial and error. Um, so it was a, I mean, it was a process, but, like, as a co-host, I needed to be more involved on, like, social media. I needed to, like, tune in to, like, world events. I needed to, like, keep up with the time so that when we did pod stuff, everything kind of, like, mended together, right? But because of everything I had going on at the time, I really couldn't do exactly what somebody needed me to do, so I felt like I should just get out the way. Um, and I did like what was best for me. I was going to school. I was working two jobs. My dad was sick. Um, not like terminally ill, but I had to go to like a few doctor's appointments with him. Um, I was looking for, I think at the time I was looking for a second job. Mm -hmm. I was working at 
CVS, CVS when I was looking for a second job. Yeah. Um, and so it was a lot going on. We had just moved to a different city. I had moved closer to Tamaya, and we were still adjusting to that. So it was just a lot going on. I had to step away from the pod, and I felt extremely bad when I did it, but I had to do it because I just – I just couldn't do it. Like, it was just mentally a lot. Like, I had a lot on my plate, a lot on my plate. And so, Tamaya, this is my girl. Like, we was, you want to talk about way back, four flats on a Cadillac. Like, this was my girl. We was kicking it probably, like, a couple days before I yeah. told her. And I hated breaking the news. And actually, I hit up Marty. I was like, gee, I got I to gotta rip the Band-Aid because I just, mentally, I just can't. I'm just not there. I'm not in a space where she needs me to be. Wait, and wait, so, wait. I ain't know this. Hold on, hold on. You did told, I reach out to Martell? You told Martell first before you broke up? Yeah, I talked to Martell about Fuck it. Fuck you, MC. <laughs> Fuck it you. Was like, it was like maybe a day. It might have been like a day before, I think. It might have been like a day before. Fuck and I was you, like, Martell. was it the day before or was it the day of? I don't um, know because the nigga was trying to know. act like he ain't know. When I when Martell, I talked to did him, I just, did I just throw you under the bus, Martha? Hell yeah. My fault, bro. My fault. But no, it wasn't. It wasn't like I think I might. I think I might have told him the day, the day before or the day of. I talked to him about it, and I was like, okay. I was like, she gonna be mad at me, but I gotta do it. You know what's crazy? I had text or called Martell or something. He was like, "What's up, bro?" or something like that. And mm-hmm. then you had just like you know sent me your text message, and then I was like, "Lizzie quit the pie," and he like, "What?" Hold on. And I think I was at work and he was at work. One, one, something like that. And he didn't hit me back until like a couple hours later. Uh-huh. And then we chat. And me, I'm thinking, like, what was he doing this whole time? And I'm feeling like he, y'all, he, you probably got to him first and told him. For him to take that I, long to get back to me. I probably did talk to him. I probably did talk to him. But I was at, I think I was at work when everything went down. I was at, I was still working. And um, I don't recall, like, the exact timeline of when I talked to Martell, but mm-hmm. it was around the same time that everything went down. So I'm pretty sure that by the time he talked to you, he probably knew. He probably just didn't want to say nothing. I think he knew. Yeah, he probably knew. Um, but, I mean, honestly, and all honesty, Martell is the reason that we're here today. Let's be for real. I mean, he kind of was like, all right, y'all, stop the bullshit. Let's, let's, y'all need to talk. Y'all need to hash it out. Before we get to that part. What? <clears throat> let's talk about the breakup. Okay, let's talk about the breakups, Maya. Because. Oh, my God. It's levels to it. Okay, Maya, <laughs> let's go. Let's talk about it. Now, you know, when when you no longer could be a part of the pie, I try to play it cool. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't even make it seem like we had any issues. Because mm-hmm. we didn't have a friend issue. No. We had an ethics issue. Mm-hmm. And that can touch the friendship if you can't. Uh, find a principle in what you did for why T would have an issue with what you did, right? So mm-hmm. the way that you told me is through text, right? We when, when we talk about anything and everything together, right? So I didn't respect that you text me for one, right? And then for two, I didn't respect that you just couldn't do nothing else for me, right? So Lizzie, she had sent me a little message, you know, you know, I gotta quit the pod, boom, I just can't do it. And I'm like, so you... Somebody, now, how did I say it like you that? You definitely said... Oh, my God. I will, I will go to our messages. <laughs> I will go to not our the messages. Receipts, not the receipts. 
<laughs> not the receipts. Because we don't need the receipts, y'all. Uh-uh, uh-uh. And that stuck with me. You just kept saying, I just can't do it. Because I was trying to talk you into doing it how we said. Right. Me and Lizzie, and at the time, we had another uh, past friend on the pod. Mm-hmm. And we all had a meeting about, you know, how the number one goal is to do this to get it to monetization, to be paid back for all our efforts, right? right. We had a meeting a week before you quit the pod. Was it a week before? <laughs> yes. Oh, you sure it wasn't a month before? Okay, I'm going to say two weeks. Because uh, I had went to Atlanta, did, went to that one music fest. It was that Sunday when I text you because that whole clip, I had posted that clip and that clip went up. Mm-hmm. And then on Sunday. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. So it was, i say, two weeks ago, we had a meeting before you quit the pod, and we talked about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Lizzie, is there anything more you could do for the pod? You know, you pretty much just show up and then go home, and then T just do all the work leading up to each episode. And you're like, right. nah, this is all I could do. I'm like, okay, cool. That's your expectation then. Just make sure when you show up, you do your thing. Boom. And then we talked about, now, what if I want to leave? What if I ever want to yeah, quit? And I was like, that. well, if you want to quit, I will hope you would give me time in advance to be able to prep your exit. Right. And so with knowing that that was the conversation we had, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, so you not going to follow through and at least do that for me? Right. And all you was like, I just can't do it. This is all I can do. I could put a statement out or something. <laughs> What the fuck you so you think you the president <laughs> and ES? You think you president and Biden ES? To, to to put a statement no, out? No, <laughs> not Biden. Don't disrespect me like that. <laughs> not Biden. Whoever you think you are, I'll just do a statement. Well, that <laughs> the place I was in, I'm really trying to tell y'all like, and looking back on it, could I have could I have maybe called somebody and had a conversation with her? Absolutely, I definitely could have. I could have. We could have met in person. Hell, we lived right up the street from each other. Yeah. I could have went to her house, but I just, I don't know, y'all. I just couldn't. I don't even know, but. I'm going to ask you something. Uh-huh. Were you intimidated or fearful of disappointing me in hearing and facing that disappointment? I don't think I was scared of disappointing you because I don't really think there was anything to disappoint you about. I think that you had higher expectations for me Mm -hmm. that I just could not meet. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to like stand in your way or, cause I don't know if y'all know this, but when we, when we first started doing this, this has always been like something Tamaya has like brought to me. This is Tamaya's dream. This is Tamaya's vision. This is everything like is Tamaya's creation. And so I just came along for the ride. Right. And I, I agreed to be her co-host. I was like, okay, let's do this thing. Blase, blase. Not really thinking about or taking into account that it may take some extra work on the back end or analyzing that. Okay. Maybe Tamaya will need me to be a little bit more hands on than like just sitting here on the couch talking like, Mm -hmm. It's a lot more that goes into it than what I maybe anticipated it to be. And Mm so I think that Tamaya's expectations of what she needed me to do and what I had the mental capacity to be able to deliver in that moment just didn't match. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think I was afraid of, like, disappointing you. I just think that I was standing in your way and, like, not standing in your way of, like, holding you back, but just, like, you needed something better for this yeah. that could like take you to the next level and the people you got are great jonesy he be funny as hell like i what's her what's the girl name scooty no shania 
No. It's on Nova. What I know her by her. What's her Instagram name? She has locks. Uh, is she dark skin? skin? Oh, like Shania. Okay, what's her Instagram name? Sensei Shy. Sensei, yep. That's yeah. what I that's what I know her as. She's yeah, she's she's good. Both of them are good. I don't I haven't really seen Scooby. Scooby, yeah. But um it takes a lot of work on the back end. I'm like, now you've done like I saw that you did like the festival, y'all did the uh y'all have done a couple of events with like the kids and stuff like that. Y'all did the Jamaican uh carnival. carnival. Yeah, so it's like and I, honestly, if I was still here as Tamaya co-host, none of that probably would have came into fruition. I'm being so, like I'm being dead ass, like, yeah. and I think you know that. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm being dead ass because like I'm just not that person. I don't, I don't know. Like when it comes to creativity and stuff like that, and putting stuff together and like owning a business and being an entrepreneur and all, like that's just not me. So I feel like in the end, it, it kind of worked out for the better. But could I, in that moment, could I have done something better to? Help the situation? I think so. I think so, yeah. I definitely have some stuff that I should take accountability for. Mm-hmm. Um, I this That was a lesson that I definitely needed to learn because when I was researching before starting this podcast, I was watching a podcast that was being that that was becoming very successful. They had got to that monetization part, mm-hmm. and they had two pod members that they that helped them get there, and they quit and started their own pod because they had issues with the pod creator. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so to watch them break up and then me like thinking, okay, I know what to do so that right. we don't have to do that. We're going to get, you know, we're going to get to that. I thought I was doing everything right. Mm-hmm. Cause you say, Oh, I got to do this for my dad or I got work or whatever. I'm making sure that everything is around your schedule. So yeah. that, you know, I'm just doing everything I got to do and not, and not really like letting anything you do be an inherent hindrance uh, and not realizing that maybe I need to um, find something that better works for what I'm trying to do instead of just trying to make something work. Right. And also, some uh, somebody had put it in my head, and it was like, some, you know, it's actually your, more so your fault for why she had to quit because you should have taken an initiative and realized that she had so much going on mm. and made the decision for her instead of allowing her to make that decision. Mm-hmm. Even though we all like willing and able adults and we should be able to speak and say like, hey, I just like this is enough. I can't do mm-hmm. anymore. Uh, as a leader, I feel like that is something you should be able to recognize for the people that you're leading mm-hmm. when, you know, it's time for them, you know, to move on to something else or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean. I agree. That that helped me. I mean, I mean, yes and no. And I think I think part of it is like it was a really tough decision to make because we are friends. Yeah. Best friends. We're bet we was real close friends, like sisters. Yeah. Um, so and eventually, I mean, like, obviously our friendship has had a little tug since that happened. But like maybe eventually like we'll get back to that place. Um, no, this but like, was our I first would, real issue. Yeah, I would we me and Tamari would like talk every day. We would like laugh, be on the phone for hours, like I don't know. So it was a really, really tough decision to make. And um, that's probably why I didn't do it sooner Hmm. or why it might have been so hard for me to just be like, let me hit her up and just tell her. Yeah. Um, You could have did it in that freaking meeting. 
Like, I feel like you knew I, and you Tamaya, was just. I know, but it's just like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, as a friend, like, I've been there for everything, right? Everything that you've done since I've met you. Like, I've yeah. been there for everything. Like, yeah. EP parties, motherfucking basketball games, all type of shit. And so it's like, damn, I can't, I don't have the mental capacity to be there for this. And so it's like, damn, how do I, yeah, what do I. You just needed to show up for that stuff, though. Yeah. You ain't need to have to actually. Be a part of or contribute. Yeah, to the success of things. Yeah. So, (sighs) it's okay, though. We're here. We we are. I hate, you know, I want to get, let me get this off real quick. Because we being real cute. (laughs) Let me get a little ugly. (laughs) What you going to say? When you left the pot, Mm -hmm. it messed me up. Mm -hmm. Mentally and emotionally. Mm -hmm. Because... You know, we already planned for what to do if you leave. And so I was literally in Atlanta having fun. I post that clip of, you know, us talking about Glorilla and Ice Spice. Mm -hmm. That's our first viral clip. It 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 was Ice Spice? Yeah. (laughs) You said that you you can't get with Glorilla because of her voice. Right. But I'm fucking with Icy Spicy. Did I say that? Yes. And I hate Ice Spice now. Let's just be very... (laughs) Yeah. Let me not say hey because they dragged me on the internet the last time I said I hated somebody. But I I I don't really care for Ice Spice. But yeah. I don't know. But it was a joke. That. It wasn't something yeah. they should have taken by a grain of salt. But that's what yeah. clips are for is mm-hmm. to get people to want to go tune into the episode. Right, right, right. They went crazy. Went crazy. Right. Told so, me I needed a fucking weight loss plan, all type of shit. <laughs> told me I sound like Elmo. All the type of crazy shit. Then somebody asked, don't text me to myself. Please don't respond to the comments. I said, oh, you know, I'm finna go in on these motherfuckers so bad. I wanted to so bad. I wanted to throw around a few of your mamas and your grannies. I'm sure I did. you did. And I needed to hear and stop it before you do that. I did. I definitely wanted to. <sighs> Was that like the icing on the cake for you? Probably so. Because, like, my thing is, I can, I can, and that's the other thing I feel like I was standing in your way with, is, like, me, I'm going to clap back. Mm-hmm. I'm going to clap back because that's just, like, I don't know, I went to school with motherfuckers that would ride your ass, just say all type of shit, and if you ain't clap back, you weak. Not that you weak, but it's just, like, bitch, you not going to say nothing. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, I was going to go in on comments if somebody didn't text me and say, hey, um, could you not? I was finna poop, poop, poop. Bitch, your mama. Bitch, your daddy. Bitch, your granny. I don't give a fuck about none of y'all hoes. Um, but yeah. and you know, out of respect for my friend, though, I was just like, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna just chill. I'm just not. I'm just not gonna say nothing. But see, I'm gonna stop you with that one because it shouldn't have been out of respect for your friend. It should have been out of respect for the brand that we building. Well. Cause and you, I think that's where we have different point of views. Yeah, because yeah. you kept saying in your text message, this ain't got to do with our friendship. This right. is all business. Right. And I'm telling you, this is both because of the way that you leaving. Mm-hmm. A friend also wouldn't do this right. in business. Right. You know? <clears throat> and so, you know, I, I definitely, we already experienced a breakup with the past uh, friend that was a part of the podcast. Mm-hmm, for us mm-hmm. to both experience to see that person leave for something that had to do with our friendship and not about the pie. Right. And then for you to leave, not exactly the same way, but kind of, you know, the same way. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, it was, it was tough. Cause I had to, you know, I plan every episode to the T. Right. You know? And so for me to plan a whole podcast surrounded around me and you 
and to not get any warning to be able to like now creatively, you know, figure out mm-hmm. the new niche for mm-hmm. the pot. I was, I had sleep, many sleepless nights. I still get sleepless nights because I still have so much that I have to do for the pot. But, yeah. you know, it's with more of enjoyment now than it was. Mm-hmm. I, I, my, my skin is still recovering from all the stress. <laughs> uh-huh. No sleep was giving me like, it was it was a lot on me, and that's kind of why it took us longer to become friends because mm-hmm. I had no time to look up and breathe and think about friends and families. Like this yeah. podcast is my second job. It's yeah. my it's my baby. It's eventually going to be the job that gets me out of the job that I'm in. So right. I just you can't I can't let up and stop what I'm doing to go mend a friendship that has too many layers to it because we both coming from it from two different perspectives. Yeah, and I think I think looking when me and Tamaya finally first when we talked when we finally um reconnected again it was almost damn near a year later damn near a, a year later um i think our situation kind of taught me too that there's there's really no right or wrong answer to like how you feel about how a situation turned out it's kind of just like this is my side of the story. This is your side of the story. And like, this is how it made me feel. This is how you, this is how it made you feel. Like, it's really no, like, oh, I was right. You was wrong. I mean, do we both have our rights and wrongs in the situation? Absolutely. Yeah. But there's no clear, like, black and white, this is how the situation should have went. This yeah. is how, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, and that's in, that has taught me, like, in every situation, like, you know, everybody will sit down and, like, be, preaching or like screaming at you about like no you need to see it from my side you need to see it from my side when it, when in reality it's like okay let me hear you out let me hear what you have to say this is what I have to say and it's like either we're gonna agree or we're not but yeah. at least you heard each other out so yeah. yeah whenever I had disputes with people like it definitely be too much of the whole who's right who's wrong mm-hmm. I really be focused so much on like I, I know that we both had different perspectives, but I just want to at least hear that this won't happen again. Right. I want to know, because I've already experienced more than one of doing something with a group mm-hmm. and it ending because of the other people and not me, and I didn't put so much into it. Like mm-hmm. 2020, the music group. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Same, same mm-hmm. situation, mm-hmm. and I put so much into it just for it to not get to where it can go. And now all the people remember it as is the second person of 2020, <laughs> what it could have been. Right. And you know how much I put into the pot? Like right. everything is like that. It's yeah. always Tamaya's all. So yeah. it's, it's a little tough to keep being a part of projects and not seeing it be all the way to what so, it could have been. Yeah. <clears throat> for sure. I mean, when people would ask me, they're like, why are you not on the pot no more? Why are you not on the pot no more? It was just like, what you would tell them? <laughs> I mean, it depends on who the, who the person was that was asking it. All honesty, like if if it was like Mark there, I would tell him the full story. Fuck you. Or you like, <laughs> or like Shani, I would tell her the full story. But like, if it's somebody that's like, I don't know, like extended or somebody I just know because of whatever. Yeah. I would just say, well, like I just I just had to move on. I had other stuff that I needed to do. Um, but I will always tell people to still support, like still go watch, still yeah. support, still share, still like people with like people like my family and stuff. They'd be like, you don't do the podcast no more. No, but still watch. I never, ever, 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 ever said, don't watch that. Don't watch that. Or 
don't do this. At the end of the day, Tamaya, like, I still love Tamaya to death. So anything that she does, like, I'm always going to support. So I always tell people, like, still tune in, still go and see what she about, still talk, you know, whatever. Watch the videos, comment, all that. Like, that never was in question. So I don't know. I guess shit just happens. Yeah, man. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but we here though we here and we alive and we've talked and we've had our own private conversations about the situation and you know like i said shout out to mark Thiel because in all honesty y'all let's get into the real team yeah oh wow i was really mad at tamaya okay y'all she missed my birthday <laughs> We really could have talked. We really could have started talking a long time ago. But Tamaya missed my birthday. She texts me two days after my birthday talking about happy birthday. Uh, sorry I missed it. Blah, blah, blah. Nah, I don't say blah, blah, blah. I said, I genuinely do not have any issues. That's how I felt. I felt that it was blah, blah, blah. That's what of I course. said. And it shouldn't have been taken like that. Because. <laughs> This is a, a this became a pattern. That's how stressed mm. I was about the podcast because I even forgot to say happy birthday to my mama on right. her birthday. Right. <laughs> All I could think about <laughs> was the stuff that wake me up every night, which is this podcast and work. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. Tomorrow you do put a lot of work into it, y'all. Like for real. It's not an excuse for me to miss, you know, moments for people, mm. but I also don't care about birthdays. <sighs> You know what? <laughs> you don't care about birthdays, but I care about mine. You do. I know. So that's why I, that's my, that's why it's still not an excuse because, you know, if I claim to love you, you know, then I should remember to say happy birthday yeah. on the day of your birthday. It's just I just said I had to say this to my cousin, too. Like we talk every single day. So there's never a time where I should forget to, you know, say or do something because mm -hmm. that's at the top of my mind. Mm -hmm. Me and you every single day. Mm -hmm. So it goes from now it's never i'm not thinking about lizzie in the top of my mind like mm -hmm. i wake up i might have a dream about mall because we was on the game all night too too right like that's just Ma. how my brain <laughs> y'all was cracking me up that episode about <laughs> you singing to them girls <laughs> oh my god yeah man shout out shout out molly mall but no no that's really how my brain was working right. it was just only focus on what was progressing me at the moment and mm -hmm. you know me and in the relationship with my mama, you know, we don't talk for right. real. So I'm not thinking about my mama. I'm not right. thinking about, you know, the niggas that I'm not really just talking to every day. Because mm -hmm. if I'm not on the phone doing some leisure platonic shit, I'm on the phone doing business. Like, yeah. that's really all it was. Yeah. For months straight. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. She missed my birthday. <laughs> yeah, I did. And then her birthday came around. She ain't I, text call nothing I at all. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't say nothing. I ain't say nothing. I said, damn, today her birthday. Tough. Yeah, no, nah, I ain't said <laughs> shit. I ain't said nothing at all. But no, nah, I mean, Martha was like, get y'all shit together, man. Y'all let's get on my nerves. We, we, he, I mean, some. Like, Martell wasn't in the middle of it, but he was, because, like... Martell ass was doing that shit, too, because it, it didn't benefit him. Like, he know that he, like, hanging out and being with the... Like, we yeah. all have a great-ass time. We, yeah. we, we we good friends. We good friends. Yeah. His ass knew that he missed hanging out and shit. He did. He did. He did. He was like, man, I just really want y'all to squash this. Man. I'm like, damn. <laughs> nah, but for real, though, I mean... 
He, said, probably, he actually said, so you don't miss Lizzie, like, at all? <laughs> I said, I really had to keep telling people how my brain really works. Like, it's not that I don't miss her. You just, just had other stuff you was worried about. way too yeah. much other stuff to think about anything beyond that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> yeah. yeah. It be like that. But it's like, what you can't dwell on it. You just got to be like, all right, figure shit out. Let's move on. Out of all the months of us not talking... I did have, like, a month where I did start thinking because, like, things got a little cool. I started thinking, like, I I miss her, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, it's me. No, just. <laughs> I have a hard time, like, getting that close to people to, like, now mm-hmm. you're a best friend or a sister. Yeah. Every single time I get that close, mm-hmm. an issue happens between us and we can't be friends, best friends or sisters anymore. Like, mm-hmm. We be associates, but we can't be that close no more. Right. Niggas get too creepy and weird, you know? Creepy? <laughs> wow. You know. Now, now, oh, 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 oh. Tamaya, please don't start. Please. Not the yeah. shade. It was a little tough. I definitely had to, I was doing a lot of self-reflection because I had to figure out, okay, if this person left the pod and then this person left the pod, what am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. So I definitely had to, you know, find some some accountability and all of this for myself because when you do find, like, where you could place some blame on yourself, it kind of helps you deal with it a bit better right. than just feeling like, you know, everything is against you. Right what you could have done because um, sometimes people put you people in positions to disappoint you mm-hmm. instead of they just want to disappoint you. Right. Now you ain't never did that before though. So I, I, this was all completely a shock for me. Yeah. You know, you ain't never disappointed me before. Yeah. So, you know, we just, you know, let's hope, you know, <clears throat> it don't happen again. Oh my God. <laughs> Niggas kept go. saying, would you bring her back on the pod if y'all got cool again? I don't know, because I don't ever want to feel that again. <laughs> well, what I will say is that, okay, I don't think I could ever commit to be, like, yeah. co-host again. Yeah. Like, I I couldn't, like, be a mandatory co-host, no. Mm-hmm. But would I come back and do guest episodes? Absolutely. Would I come back and kick it with y'all on the sofa and, and we talk? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would definitely come and be a part of the conversation. I think that, you know... I got a little personality, you know what I'm saying? Just a little personality. But uh, but yeah, I would definitely come back. It wasn't that I didn't like being a part of this. Cause like yeah. I love this. Like even coming back when I came in here, I was like, oh, we finna we finna record the episode. Like it's gonna be a good time. Like yeah. it's not that I ever hated being in front of the camera, hated talking to y'all, hated being involved with it. It's just it required too much of me yeah. in that time and I couldn't. I couldn't deliver. So y'all hear what she said. All y'all over there. Ooh, I want to be a part of the pod. It sounds fun. It y'all, seems fun. It's, it's work. It is okay? work. So don't come waste my time on my inbox. Yeah. All right. If you ain't trying to put in that work. All right. It is work. And if you don't have a creative spirit or mind. Get away. Just, get away from me. Don't yeah, waste my just damn get time. Away, in all honesty. <laughs> and it, it, really, if you don't have an entrepreneurial bone in your body, <laughs> just get the fuck because. Yeah, that's me. Uh, business? What? Who? No, <laughs> no. Uh-uh. So what? What? What do you have as you know your expectations, or hopes, or dreams for our friendship? Now that we didn't rekindled. Um, <laughs> rekindled? Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, I don't really know. I don't really think I have any like expectations. I feel like. I feel like it eventually fall back into place like how it's supposed to, like how we were before. Mm-hmm. But I think it's gonna take time. 
I think I think you still working on not being pissed at me if I'm being honest. But I'm weird, man. That's okay. Forgiveness has been the theme in yeah. my counseling sessions, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I don't have a good grasp on that. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. I think it will definitely come in time as I see, you know, it is really like, I think I, I can be too righteous when it comes to like people doing bad towards me. Mm-hmm. But I also like am just that protective of myself mm-hmm. to where if you do something to me, I don't even want to be around you anymore. Oh, Cause I, I don't that. want you to do it again. I feel that. Grieve. <clears throat> I grieve hard. Cause I don't like get close to people often. Right. So if I get close to you, those are the people that tend to hurt you. And it's like, ugh, right. get the fuck away from me now. Right. You know, <laughs> let me go to somebody <laughs> no, else. I new. feel that. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I, okay. I, you know, I, and it's crazy because I was just talking about that uh, with my friend. I'm like, you know, as time goes on, I wish I had a mean streak in my body. Like, can I crack jokes about my face? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to, like, the people that I love, it's hard for me to be like, yeah, no, I'm not talking to you no more. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let's not, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, somebody do me wrong, I be trying to see, like, the good in people and just be like, okay, maybe you, maybe you can, you know, have a second chance. Or maybe you, but sometimes you do need to just be cutthroat and just be like, no, you, yeah. you did that shit, stick to that, and let's just move on. Like, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But um, so I, I totally understand that. But I don't think you're gonna. I don't think you're gonna be like that with me. I think it's just gonna take some time. Yeah, nah. Cause I genuinely do love you, Lizzie. Like, yeah, you my man. You my bro. Now and I'm her bro. Now I'm her bro. What not, you wanna be? Nah, bro. What you wanna be? Bro, you my homie. What you wanna oh, be? Oh my god. Anyway, okay, okay. She wanna be my baby mama so bad. Damn. <laughs> no kids for me. No kids for me. Well, you know, I mean, you know, you know, it's just got a the actual like. I know when I love somebody, when I dream, when I think about them dying, it's weird. Oh, like, I, you didn't dream about me dying, did you? No, no, no. Oh, no, okay. No, no, no. no, like, like really, really love you. If I, if I'm a cry at your funeral, I love you. Okay. If I'm just crying because everybody crying, that ain't the same. Right. Don't, don't, you know, you right. ain't got it yet. Right. But if I, if I just randomly Not start, you ain't got it yet. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> hey man, you don't think I'm a good friend? Do I think you're a good friend? Yeah. Tamaya. We used to talk every day. I know. What, what I'm trying to get at is like. Do you I, think like, I would talk to you every day if I didn't think you were a good friend? Okay. So. We had a great relationship. We I had know. a great relationship. What I'm trying to get at is like. When I love somebody. I love her. Like. You yeah. Know, for you sure. You get a really, a really good person. If you can get me to open up to you. Right. And so. You know. I'm a witness to that. Yeah. So. You know, if if you was the dot has something like, I'm gonna pay for the whole funeral. Like it's 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 one of those out of me. So you know, if I wouldn't you put hurt, it past you. I wouldn't put it past you. You know, so somebody has helped me in some sticky shit. So I wouldn't put it past that. I'm gonna help a couple people with sticky shit, and they yeah. all just fuck y'all. You know, I'm too nice. Not I'm fuck too nice. Y'all. I'm, and, and that's that's definitely something I had to. I need to get past is how nice I be. Like. Mm-hmm. Having a skill of discernment is like really real mm-hmm. to be able to like maneuver between like what um having good judgment of people. Right. That's something I'm still working on. I'll just have we're gonna get to that in the mental health okay. se- segment. I'll come okay. back to that. Okay. <laughs> Cause okay. I got some shit to say to you. Okay. Well <laughs> Well, let's talk about you a little bit. Okay. We gonna hop right in. Yeah, man. What's up? What you wanna know? 
catch me up. What's the tea, man? What you been having on? You know, last time you was here, you had a little boo thing. You had your 10-year love, right? Woo, it wasn't you know, 10 years, you know, but... You know, first of all, let me do this real quick. Oh, my God. Open what, my phone. What you finna do? Go to Facebook. Uh-huh. I'm gonna type in Elizabeth Mills. My whole government on the pod? I'm a, you talking I, about my name on Facebook? Okay, yeah, I got it. All right, Lizzie Mills. I sent you a friend request. Oh, Lord. When, Liz, when Lizzie quit the pod and, you know, months or weeks went by, my birthday had came. The birthday, <laughs> you ain't tell me happy birthday, right? <laughs> and, I made, and I was on the podcast and I did the episode, Jonesy's episode. Mm-hmm. It was Jonesy's episode and I put a, a disclaimer out there, a, a PSA. I said, you know, for my birthday, all I want is for anybody that claim to love me or want to give me some of my birthday, just go do something for your mental health that you never did before. You've never done before, right? And I was hoping, you know, I clipped it up and made sure that at least if I don't talk to you or something, at least you saw that if you want to do something for my mm-hmm. birthday, right? And I also then put a post on Facebook and I'm like, you know, for my birthday, what I'm going to give myself is, you know, when I when you, when you do something to me, all I think about is you know, I grieve over Word. the loss of something that meant something to me. Mm. So I was grieving a lot about friendships because I lost two friends. I lost you, and I lost uh, Jada. Mm. Uh, more story. I lost two great friends. Right, right. Mm-hmm. and I just kept thinking about y'all. I kept seeing y'all on my Facebook. Or it just made me think about the loss of not having y'all the same way anymore. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't more so like my fault, but mm-hmm. you know, it's like, ugh, I don't want to see it anymore. So one of the things I said to my counselor was like, I don't want to keep like thinking or seeing them or like just thinking about it anymore. She's like, you know, maybe you just got to cut off full access or that. And I said, you know what? I'm a, I'm going to cut off any and everything <laughs> that just doesn't sit well with me anymore. Mm-hmm. So if we ever had beef, I'm deleting you. Right. If we ever, if you post negative, hateful, hateful stuff, I'm deleting you. Like right. I just did a whole cleanse on my social mm-hmm. media because I'm always on there for business. Right. And so I deleted you. I deleted yeah. Jada. I know. I deleted Derek. I deleted everybody. You feel right. me? Gone. <sighs> and it just kept going as more people kept doing shit. I just don't fuck with mm-hmm. because outside of you. Me and Jada stopped being cool, and then my high school group, they all planned a Friendsgiving <laughs> on the day of my birthday. Mm-hmm. It texted me. It was like, hey, T, you want to come to the Friendsgiving? Mm-hmm. No, hoes. It's Ooh. my birthday. Oh, <laughs> my hoes. <laughs> Why would I want to do that? <laughs> and then I didn't text you on your birthday. Yeah, so. And Trey Songs fucking had a, case, a new case out oh. and assaulted some girl in a, uh, a bowling alley. And Jazz bought me tickets to go see Trey Songs on oh, my birthday. So you couldn't go? No, I went. But oh. it was literally the day of I'm getting dressed. We finna go. I go on Instagram. You see it. My ex sends oh. me a DM on Instagram and says, look at your dude. And I'm like, she sends me the headline of him doing this. And right. it pissed me off. I'm on the way to go fucking see this nigga. Right. How, How do you know to send me this and piss me off? Right before. <laughs> yes. And I don't fuck with this ex. She's irritated. Well. But the whole still love. She still was trying to get close to me or whatever. You know, part of the story. 
just piss me off. You know, I go to this. <laughs> Not con- as pissing you off all over again. <laughs> I go to this damn concert. The nigga is putting on a fucking great concert. Oh, it was good. It was great. Right. But you couldn't really bask in it. I couldn't bask in it because, nigga, you out in these news again doing dumb shit. Oh, so, he's in the news often now. Yeah. So I just was sitting there just feeling so guilty that I'm here, you know, in this nigga presence. And, and you trying know. to enjoy it. And he's yeah. out here. So, yeah, I didn't really. Like, it was it was a great you know, birthday. Shout mm-hmm. out my my uh, my bookie. You know, thank you for doing that. But you know, bookie, she understood it. Well, okay. I couldn't enjoy it. Okay. More of the story. I uh, we back cool. Right. So I can add you again on Facebook. Okay. Well, thanks. <laughs> I'll accept it. I'll accept. But it. I did see a bunch of niggas that fuck with you. They stop fucking with me. Who stop fucking with you? Your ex. He unfollowed the podcast. Well. Shiny. He probably unfollowed the podcast because me and him don't talk anymore. But I don't I don't know how long ago he unfollowed. It was so a, it was a minute ago, but I don't oh, know okay. ex, you know exactly, but it right. it wasn't recent. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, hmm, these niggas ain't fucking with me too. Well, Shiny shit to them. Uh, Shiny, let me tell you about Shiny. Yeah, she loyal. For sure. She loyal. For sure. So it's it. like if 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 I ain't rocking, she ain't rolling. So I it's like that. it I mean like and she be she be asking for updates. Yeah. She be like, so what's going on with you and T? Y'all talk, blah, blah, blah. So that she can start fucking with the pot again? I don't know. What's she gonna do? Uh, I'll ask her because she was our number one fan. Yeah, Shawnee like Fuck you, Shawnee. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, no, that's my girl though. She rocking on rolling. That's with anybody though. Like mm-hmm. Ever since we was in high school type shit, like, I follow somebody, me, me, Shawnee be right with me. She be like, shit, you want to talk to him? I don't talk to him. I already, I already knew. So, that's that type of deal. But, um, as far as dude, I have no idea. hmm I have no idea why he stopped following, but... You was all my man, my man, my man. Don't embarrass me on this podcast, on this internet like that. Uh Yeah, y'all. So, I'm not in a relationship no more. Mm. Um, I, he don't, he didn't, he don't know. I haven't talked to him. Okay. I'm not going to say his name. I'm not going to go into details about mm-hmm. why me and him broke up. Um, if you know my face and you probably know him. Yeah. Um, like if you know me personally or you know me since I was younger, then you probably know who he is, but we're not going into details out of respect for him and me really. But, um, yeah, me and I'm not together anymore. I went, I've been going through a long journey, a long breakup. Mm. When I was on this podcast, it was my man, my man, my man. Yeah. It was. And, and like, I would rave about him, talk about him. Like, it was it was a time. Every yeah. Probably almost every episode, I was, my man. Yeah. Sorry, baby, but uh, he right. fucked. Right, right, right. <laughs> that, is, that is not my man anymore. Yeah, hit, hit Lizzie up, man, in the DMs, man. Ooh. You trying to, you feel me? She ain't got the locks no more, but, Oh, you know. yeah, that has changed, too. I don't have locks anymore. Yeah, you a fucking traitor. I had to get rid of him, though. Like, I feel like locks was making me sad. I'm not going to care. I understand that. I want to cut my whole hair off. Go bald. Yeah, I feel like they was making me sad. Shout out to the lock girlies. I don't know how y'all do it, but I felt like, you know how you express yourself through music and stuff? I feel like the way I express myself, if you know me, you know that I'm really into my natural hair. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would style my hair all type of ways. And so I feel like my creativity and the way I express myself came through my hair. And I feel like I couldn't really navigate that 
with locks and how, like, my shit was short. <laughs> Girl, you could have did some styles. I did do some styles, but it just wasn't me. Like, it was always, like, I had to do an updo or I never had, like, no ponytail or couldn't. I mean, like, and then. You ain't let it get to that point. I couldn't let it get to that. That's the I, journey. I wasn't, I wasn't patient enough. I, I didn't have the patience. Okay. And, like, when I would want to go out and stuff, I, I just felt like the hairstyle was, like, really wasn't cute for real. <laughs> so I just, and then I would have, like, these nappy-ass roots. And I'm like, damn, okay, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. So I had to comb them out. It was a, it was a, like a month long process, mm. but I combed them out. My hair was longer than mm-hmm. when I locked them up. I bet. But I just could not, I just could not do it no more. I could not do it. But it was like making me sad. So, and then that, I'm glad I did it when I did it because then I had the breakup and I was yeah. down bad. I was down bad. Yeah, your locks was going to look like Lil Wayne. I was down <laughs> bad. I was down bad. So it was just like, you know. I'm glad I come to mind when I did because I feel a lot better. Plus, you know, the song in is It's giving what it's supposed to give. I don't know if it's right. Is it moving? Come on, don't, don't send me off on this camera. Look, look. It's crunchy. I'll let the people decide, you know. <clears throat> Y'all let me know if her shit stiff or not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, not too much. What, what he can't be saying, not too much. Okay. Not too much. No, I think I definitely want to start over. I want to cut it all off. Go bald. I feel like you want to go bald. I want to go bald and start all the way over. Not even just like short. Nope. Bald. You want to go baby locks. Bald. Wow. Yeah. Start all the way over. What makes scratch. you want to do that? Same thing you just said. Like, Energies. Yeah. yeah. I've mm-hmm. had this since my very first relationship. Mm-hmm. And although I started locks out of love, mm-hmm. so much has happened since watching this grow. Yeah. And both of those two relationships I was in, they was they did do my hair like once upon a time. Mm-hmm. Like they, they touched my mane. So, I, you know, I just want to cut that off right. for one. Right. And then for two, I've never known what it feel like to be bald. And, you know, black women and hair is just right. one in one. We have right. such a journey with that that, you know, we can only defy. I mean, define. Right. <sighs> and, you know, I never was good with hair. I can't braid. I can't do shit. I hope right. I don't have a daughter if I have kids. I can't do nothing, right? <laughs> but when it came to locks, my- <laughs> I can't do nothing. When it came to locks, though, you know, I could do whatever. I, you know, I, I just it just clicked, mm-hmm. you know? So locks is for me, but I want to know what it feels like to be completely bald. I think everybody should know what it feels like. You know what you should do? What? See when Dominican have the same Baldrick's? And go sh- let them shave my shit? Yeah. You want me to go let some white people shave my head? Tamaya. So you want me to go to the white man and, and say, white man, take my lo- dreadful hair white out of man? my Are head. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Y'all, excuse her. Um, uh, I mean, Isn't you, that for charity or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, maybe you could like cut the, cut the locks off yourself mm-hmm. and then like have let them, them shave, shave your it. head, Bob. Cause I think that'll get stuck in the clippers, right? Like if yeah. they try to, you gotta sh- you gotta clip clip it first. Yeah, you gotta clip it first, and then like, I mean, pick it's a free it. haircut. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a free haircut. You don't gotta pay for it. I go in that damn closet, get them coochie trimmers, <laughs> and shave my coochie head. trimmers. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. All right. Um, coochie trimmers. Yeah. Now I did have a hot topic for us to touch on. What's the hot topic? Um, so it was a, a Somalian woman. Mm-hmm. She does identify as black though, but her nationality is Somalian. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And she went viral on social media. She had went like live or did a video and posted on social media. I think she was live. Mm -hmm. And she was just like um, somewhere in Texas. I think she was outside of an African club. And she was just yelling at a bunch of boys or black men. It looked like black men in the video and just saying like, why y'all didn't do anything? Mm -hmm. She she got got hit with a brick. Mm -hmm. Another black man had hit her with a brick in the face. Right. Allegedly because she rejected him from Mm -hmm. trying to, you know, approach her in a romantic sexual sexual way. Mm -hmm. And so that went viral because she... Her looks face was crazy. Swollen. Yeah, her face was swollen. Like I mean, it looks like like it's a brick inside of her mouth. Yeah, that's how bad it is. We're not showing any pictures. I will never do that to another black woman. Yeah, and we'll never do that to another individual. Depends yeah. on the individual. But no, we're not gonna show a picture. We're not gonna show y'all videos. Right. You gonna do Go whatever y'all up. want. Yeah. But yeah, I wanted to actually just talk about the conversation behind that viral mm-hmm. video and incident. It was a lot of black men and black women bantering back and forth about, you know, black men never protecting us. Never. 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 I actually have an experience like that. Yeah. Yeah. Not the brick. Yeah. No, no, no. Nowhere near that. But definitely Dominican men. Mm. Oh, you uh Smitty or Yeah, Yeah. for sure. For sure. Black men (sighs) suck at protecting black women. All the time. But we be out there in the streets. Black men, black men, black men. Now, that's not, let's not generalize, right? Because some, some black men do be out there yeah. standing up for black women. But there's no way in hell that that girl should have got hit in the head brick. with a brick. And no man was out there to defuse it or say anything to that man or yeah. throw a brick back or nothing. <sighs> You just let that lady get attacked. I I don't I don't know. I I I I understood her frustration when she was like, "Look, y'all, they all standing here. They not doing nothing. Nobody's mm-hmm. helping me. Nobody, nothing, nothing, nothing. Not rendering aid. Not. I mean, they're just standing there. Yeah. So I understand. Black man mentality, be though. If it ain't if it ain't me, if it ain't my right, my mom, my sister. If it ain't got nothing to do with me, I stay yeah. out of it. Well, then what if it is your mama and your sister, and you're not around to protect her? Then you would what? want somebody to. You would want somebody to step in. Yeah. So like, why wouldn't you? And you would think like because black men have such this love for their mother and their sister that they would have love, some kind of love for all women, and, and feel like, yeah. well, if this was my mama and my sister, I would want this to happen in this type of situation, you know. So let me look out. Yeah, but you got to be a man of integrity, a person of integrity, of honor. You know, when, right. you know it's, that's hard to come by. Right. No, niggas yeah. got more of that for their homeboys. Yeah. Then, you know. But they be calling them sassy. They be saying <laughs> the men is sassy these days. <sighs> you know, I always think about priorities. <laughs> and, you know, I just think that a lot of our community, we have our priorities in whack. Mm-hmm. We, we, like, we, you'll see so many people defending and, like, thinking, like, going crazy against the LGB community. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Get that boy out of that dress. Just doing, you know, going <laughs> what crazy. They say, Get what that they, boy out of that dress. You still be doing the voices, Tavaya? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Get that boy out of that dress. Mm-hmm. Put that girl in the, in the kitchen. You know, just going crazy, but don't actually focus on building strong-minded, right. you know, honorable individuals. Right. You know? You'll see more people having code of ethics and shit about how to mm-hmm. raise boys and girls, but never right. actually about, like, how to really raise boys and girls mm-hmm. 
Now, I'm not saying men should be, you know, the people that always come in our defense and whatever. Right. Like, women need to learn how to protect themselves because that's just the reality of the world. Facts. But, yeah, we still need some type of, like, trust and knowing that. They're going to back you up. They're going to back us up. Right. And I shouldn't have to tote an AK-47 or where I go so, to make sure I'm okay. Down. Right. And even if she didn't have an AK-47, let's say she knew, like, Taekwondo or something. Yeah. Who's to say that she has the strength to take down a, a whole ass man? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. Niggas be wanting her to grab that brick like this. Right. So even <laughs> if she, even if like she may have tried to defend herself or whatever, yeah. she still may not have the ability to defend herself to, you know, the fullest because she may not be able to take down a whole man. Like men are. Strong. I mean, yeah. women are strong too, but they're stronger. Yeah, men are stronger. That's just the reality. Some of y'all are. That's just the reality of don't things. And so, get a twist. Are you kidding me? Um. So in that situation, <laughs> it just it would have been nice to yeah. see men step up. Yeah. It it definitely would have been nice to see that happen. But I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what it will take. And in all honesty, our generation is bad, and I'm kind of concerned for the generations to come. Like the ones after us, the little the little kids running around. I'm yeah. kind of concerned for them because it's just like Ain't gonna what's cap. gonna happen. Just based off my own life mm-hmm. of needing someone to defend me or help me in the situation, mm-hmm. it's always been women. Mm-hmm. Never been a man, right? Ever, ever, ever been a man. Mm-hmm. No cap. Ever, ever been a man, right? So, you know, the idea of men being providers and protectors never believed in it. I never thought that was real. I always thought it was bullshit. I've only had women take care of me. I got a question. Mm-hmm. Do you think that has anything to do with like black women and hyper independency? Uh, we, I, we kind of touched on this on the pod before with Dr. Umar mm-hmm. speaking on that. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason for why they have to be that way. Right. And the reason is, you know, niggas don't, <laughs> not, not the M word. <laughs> it's a reason for it, you know. Right. A lot of women would love to not have to be the Absolutely. savers, you know. Absolutely, they, they had we had we got to because yeah. I really, I really do think that uh, no one should have been placed the label of provider and protector. That mm-hmm. should have been given to only individuals. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in social constructs, you know. Right. But it, it just shows in real life. Like my cousin, he was just telling me the other day, like I hate, he said, I hate when men say that they'll never let a woman lead them or be the provider because mm-hmm. I definitely would. And you did let a woman lead and provide you. Right. Your mama was the first one to do it. Right. Shout out, mom, man. That was good. That was good, bro. Right. You dealing with that little one? <laughs> yeah. Not your mama was the first one to do yeah. it. Yeah. Your mama was your first leader and provider. Mm-hmm. And so for you to ever say that you'll never let a woman lead or provide you is cap. Mm-hmm. And then two, there's a lot of men that actually will be much more comfortable and be like more uh, of a benefit in a relationship if they accept that they don't want to be leaders and providers. They're better as you know the home caretaker mm-hmm. or you know. The, the cooker or some shit right. like the they're better with that than actually going out to go be worker bees. Mm-hmm. You just ain't got it in you. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. I think, I think men would bask in that if it wasn't like, so like, um, 
not accepted. shunned or like yeah. you know not accepted because like some men out here really be they are really good fathers like they really take care of their kids they mm-hmm. really be you know doing their shit they yeah. really good at cooking they really good at being nurturers they really yeah. good at it and so like you know you may have a wife that's uh or you know a partner that's a nurse or something and they yeah. work days like 12 hour shifts and they you know they the breadwinner you know yeah. and it's like okay go do you and i'm gonna take care at home but i think because of the social constructs that have been built, men don't really want to bask in that because it's like, oh, now I'm being feminine or yeah. now I'm soft or yeah. now I'm, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know, but I've always been a person that says like, do, do what what's best for your household. Do mm-hmm. it, what, what works best for you. Yeah. You know, if, if you want to pick up and, and cook some days or you want to, Go and make six figures or whatever. I don't know. Do what's best for you in your household. The whole 50-50, do what's best for you. If 50-50 work for y'all, then 50-50 work for y'all. If it don't, Mm -hmm. it don't. You know, if you want him to pull 75 and you pull whatever, then cool. If you don't want to pull shit and he pull everything, then cool. You know what I'm saying? Do what works best for you. Everybody be trying to have they knows and and somebody else's business. And social media is is crazy. Like, no, you shouldn't do it that way. Well, who, who are you to tell somebody how to... Pay their bills and how to do stuff. You know, you're not in their household. Yeah. So it's definitely unfortunate, but I don't know. There is a good feeling that come behind with providing and protecting, though. Oh, for sure. I'm a provider and protector. Right. right? It do feel good to be like sitting on the couch and you listening outside to your your, your dig on the phone, like, yeah, my baby, she in there working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, what is it? <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. What else? Yes, right. Oh. <laughs> Not yeah. In a deep voice. That's right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well. It's cute. I love it. And I and, and on the opposite end of that, I like to be that person. Mm-hmm. Like chilling. Like my my baby take care of me. I, I'm cool. Yeah. I still want to be a fucking stay-at-home mom. <laughs> Let's just be very clear. Um, I work, but it's like yeah. if I ever get to that point where I do meet somebody that that is willing to take on 100% of everything and I could be a stay-at-home mom. And when I say stay-at-home mom, I don't mean stay at home and sit on my butt and not do nothing. I literally want to be a nurturer. Like I really want to take care of my family, mm-hmm. go to the soccer games, you know. Because when you're a full-time worker you you miss out on some stuff for your kids you know what i'm saying like you can't be at everything because you got to be at work Mm -hmm. you got to make ends meet so um i definitely want to i still definitely want to be a stay-at-home mom and i'm definitely one of those people on the opposite interview that's like okay (laughs) take care of me now you know what i'm saying yeah i'm definitely one of those so yeah. It, it's somebody out there for everybody. It, it is. It's somebody out there for everybody. And like what what may not work for you may work for another person. So again, man, y'all business. Me and uh I was just talking earlier today about like how you, you there's like a lot of people on you go online and be like some I don't wanna work. Like mm-hmm. I just wanna, you know, I wish I could just get paid by breathing. Like shit like that, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> so many people don't want to work today. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. <laughs> you gotta go to work, bro. Yeah, and, and it is crazy that I'm saying that because I don't believe in like the you know the American system. You gotta do just something, to, but you literally have to. Like we, um, mm-hmm. even just working just one job is just literally not enough in yeah. today's economy. You have to work, mm-hmm. and so for people to like try to do as much as possible to not do any work, mm-hmm. you could have been putting all that effort into working, right? To get closer to not being to have to work anymore. Right. 
It's yeah. crazy. And I mean, people will say like, oh, I'm not going to work for nobody. I'm just going to go into business for myself. But what people don't realize is that like until your business is up and going, yeah. you have to have some sort of income to fund your business. Consistent income. Yes. To Every fund. week, paycheck. Right. <laughs> right. Or you're not going to have the money to like re-up. And like yeah. when you're, usually when you're first starting something out, mm-hmm. unless you have like a lot of money and yeah. you know some really good people, your business is slow. Yeah. You know? So it's like, you have to be able to deal with those dry seasons. And, you know, if you quit your main source of income mm-hmm. and you an entrepreneur, well, how are you going to pay your rent? How you how you going to, you know, fund for yourself if Girl, you quit your... They got it. They got it. You know, I really wish I could be one of them people. That's No, I don't. I'm, I'm lying. <laughs> I don't wish I could be one of them people, but I love traveling. So, like, we're well, not... Let's talk about that. All these, all these vacations you've been on yeah, all summer. Yeah, you know, I love traveling, but, like, not having money is not something that I like because I like to go places. Mm-hmm. I've been a lot of places. Where you been? What, what was the last place you was at? The very last place was Dominican Republic. How was that? It was great. It was great. You, didn't you go there before? No. Oh, it's your first. Uh-huh. That was my first time. Maybe. I, I probably won't go back for a while. You, you ain't like it like that? Um... It was good. Like, it was a good trip. I was with good people. I was in good company. Uh-huh. But, honestly, the Dominican is kind of, um, uh, what's the word? I don't want to say it's underdeveloped. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say something that was real horrible. Yeah. And I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay. But it's it's kind of underdeveloped. Uh-huh. Um. It's a lot of jungle. It looks like a jungle. Like, it's a lot of nature. It's a lot of trees, which is, like, great. It's beautiful, right? It's great to see. But we did not step foot off the resort. I don't know why. Nicaragua. I don't know why I want to say that. Oh. Okay, keep going. Uh, but, yeah, um, I went to DR for my cousin's <laughs> birthday. It was great. It was amazing. We had a good time. Sat out on the beach. Where else you um, go? So I went to Mexico before that. How was Mexico? It was great. I went for a wedding. It was great. Mexico now is, Mexico is still kind of underdeveloped, uh-huh. obviously, but it's more developed than DR, I DR. would say. I would say. Mexico's bigger than DR, though, so that means DR got a lot of developing to do. Yeah, like for miles, to, to put it into perspective, my so the airport and my hotel were like 50 minutes from each other. Mm. And I did not see like, no homes. I didn't see like now it could have very much well been that we were on like the non city side of things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the city might have been because we did on the way back to the airport, we took like a more paved road. Yeah. And I did see like some restaurants, some some homes and stuff like that. But for fifty minutes from the airport to the hotel, nothing. Trees, jungle, a few gas stations, that was it. And my taxi driver kept having to stop to put air in his tire. Really? So. You, you was like. Uh, I was kind of nervous. I was, <laughs> was kind of nervous, but I had Isaiah with me. So, you know, he speaks Spanish. So he was able to, he was able to translate. I was like, Isaiah, what the hell is going on? He was like, oh, he just has to put air in the tire. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, say something now because what's going on? But yeah, um. Yeah, I mean, somebody, are you kidding me? What are you laughing for? Yeah, I was looking Spanish in college. I did, actually. I took Spanish 
All through high school and two years in college. Okay. You ain't remember a word. <laughs> no, not for real. Not enough to be trying to understand, you know, a full sentence. Come on, Cindy, you say. That, now, that's how do you say. I know that. <laughs> I know that. I know a little bit, but, um, but yeah. Just, come on, Cindy, say, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I went to Mexico for a wedding. And then before that. Who the hell was got married in Mexico? Um, My brother's best friend. The black? Married. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it was Shout a great time. <sighs> it was a great time. It was a wonderful time. Um, beautiful. Um, I think something that's like new to me in traveling is because like now that I'm not in a relationship right yeah. now, traveling by yourself is better different or worse. I'm not gonna say better or worse because mm-hmm. like I loved having my travel partner. Like yeah. that was great. You know what I'm saying? But it's definitely like a it's a different type of vibe. It's a different vibe. Traveling by yourself and then traveling with your partner is a different vibe. And then so fresh with the breakup being like so fresh, it's like I really don't be having a lot of social energy to be wanting to go go, go just nonstop, go. just woo, woo, woo. Yeah. So a couple of times I was like, all right, got to go to my room and get a little break, uh-huh. you know. Um, but it was good, though. And before that, I went to Vegas mm-hmm. to see Usha. How was Usher? Beautiful. Better than Chris Brown? Oh. You know what? Yeah. You know yeah, you know who the king yeah, is. Yeah. You know who the king is. You know what? Is. I think Usher is, I mean, he's just so smooth with it. Like, mm. you don't like all that crumping? You don't like all I that? I do. I love CBs. You know I love CB. CB down, you feel me? I love, I love CB. But Usher is just so smooth with it. Like, he's so chill. Yep. It was a great, great show. It was a great vibe. I wanted to go back, but the tickets are now $800. I bet. So I'm like, I don't I don't know if I'm going to go back. But I feel like a few people, when I was there, I feel like that was like maybe their second or third time coming. So, I ain't seen his show yet. Yeah. It's just every time I look to see tickets, it's crazy. So Yeah. I mean, our tickets were like. 300 a piece, I want to say, and they were very reasonable. So, like, I don't know why all of a sudden the tickets are $800. But it was a great time, though. So, I've been a couple places this summer. And you got any more trips before the year end? I don't. I don't. And, like, my birthday is coming up, and I've been like, you ain't got nothing to do? Not yet. I kind of wanted to go to Tennessee for my birthday, but then, like, a whole bunch of stuff happened. I don't know if I'm going to go to Tennessee. Come to Atlanta. Somebody else has asked me that for the festival. Yeah. And I told them I didn't know if I wanted to go. Why not? I don't, I'm just not all the way there yet mentally. Like socially. Socializing takes a lot of energy. And like going well, so through. You got to socialize. Tamaya, I can't be sitting off in the corner by myself. You're not. Because you ain't going to be able to. It's, it's, exactly. it's a park. Exactly. And so like my mind, sometimes I'll be ready to just. Uh, I guess. It, it is a long day walking around. To stages, yeah, but it was fun. So the food it. was I great. Mean, that you're the second person to mention Atlanta to me, so maybe I don't know. We'll give it some thought. And then my girl, you know, Sean Don lived there, so yeah, we'll see, we'll see. But okay. I don't have anything planned as of right now for the rest of the year, and that's kind of bothering me. I'm like, dang, because you know, everybody's like, oh, you always gone, you always gone, and I don't have any flights booked, and that's bothering me. Every time I go on my app, I be like, dang, I don't have no motivation to. Well, MC, you know, he definitely, uh, I think he would like to do a trip with us. Oh, absolutely. We could do that. We could plan that. Y'all always be talking about, let's do a trip. This go for everybody, not just Tamaya. Let's do a trip. Let's do a trip. Okay, where we going? 
Nothing. I ain't got nothing planned for my birthday. What either. we doing? Nothing. So, how much yeah. it costs? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> if y'all, if y'all, if your trip has made it out the group chat, congratulations! More power to you because niggas be lying. Let's be saying stuff. All I know is all the trips with my with my bookie get get done and go smoothly. Okay, whatever's lying. It be y'all. Right. I, we, you gonna say, you gonna ask Maya to go take her out for her birthday, and I'm the one over here doing all the planning. First of all, Tamaya, that was your idea. Maya told me you had texted her. Oh, you know what? I did. I did. On her birthday, I did. I said, when you come back. You're right. You're right. I did say that. I did say that. I did say that. I did. However, Y'all don't even understand. Show your friends grace. I will say that. When they going through stuff, <laughs> show your friends some grace. Okay. Jesus. Let's get into it, man. Let's go oh ahead my and get God. to this mental health sector. Let oh, me my see. God. Show Let your friends some grace. I feel like when since I've been going through this stuff, Ugh. I feel like grace has, has been hard to come by. People just be... You know, people deal with stuff differently. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I want to go out and have a good time and get some drinks and shake some ass. And other times I want to sit in my bedroom and and be by myself. And I feel like people don't understand that when you really be going through stuff. So you was with your ex-mans for what? Six, ten years? Ten or six? Six, I always get a mess. Six years. We were together for six years. Yeah. Right. Well, I feel like it was longer than that. I've known him longer than that. Mm-hmm. I've known him since I was in sixth grade. So six years of yeah. dating. This yeah. First, 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 all of that stuff. First mm-hmm. ill, all mm-hmm. that good stuff, yeah. right? So yeah, you supposed to be a little heartbroken over that, you know? A lot of heartbroken. You know? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I ain't gonna lie though. Sometimes your friends, you told me. Now, Tamaya, what what did we learn? Sometimes listen to your friends. Your friends can be right. Okay. Right? Okay. Uh, uh, what you trying to say? Say it with your chest. Say it with your chest. No, I'm not saying everybody. <laughs> I'm not saying everybody should be, you know, so like, oh, you do something to me. That's it. You're right. out here like right. me. Mm. But you're when, right. When someone does things that's just too far fetched, right. you know. Yeah, for sure. You, you know, too disrespectful. Right, you know? right, 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 right. They got to right. get up out of here. Right, right, right. On right. the first time. You're right. You're, I told you I'm working on it, right? I'm we just, talked about yeah, it. You know, yeah. You know, you know. For sure. And I saw a post on Facebook that said, you know, give yourself grace sometimes yeah. because mm-hmm. you're new. This is not your second time around the world. Mm-hmm. You've only lived one life and you're going to make mistakes. So right. give yourself grace, right? I then was like, great, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Everybody take that, you know, listen to that. Mm-hmm. But also know that you people have done laps around this earth and told us what to and not do, right. what's, what's successful, not, not yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know damn well when mm-hmm. somebody really cross you, <laughs> right? they know what they was doing. Uh-huh. They know not to do that. Uh, absolutely. Don't let them play in your face. Mm, right. So that's my piece. I, I mean, I will say that being, okay, being in a situation and being on the outside are, are when you think you're in, well, I was in love. When you are in love, it's very hard to see. It, it is very hard to see. It's very hard to see what 
it's very hard to see a situation for like how bad it is because you're so in love with like the potential of a person or like mm-hmm. what they could become for you or like what y'all could be together and mm-hmm. like how you might get over the situation and how you can move up, move on and how you could repair it. Like, no, stop. Just stop. I should have stopped a long fucking time ago, Tamaya. <laughs> a long fucking time ago. And you knew that. And, you I, knew and that. I knew that. And I knew that. And yeah. I knew that for a very, very long time. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't know if he's going to see this episode or not. Hey. We all- and I haven't talked to him in a month. And that's crazy. Because when I first started therapy, I was like, damn, I haven't talked to him in a day. And I felt like it was years. Uh. But now I'm like, shit, it's been a month. Yeah. I, I hope he's doing okay. I don't, I don't know. I mean, he's he's checked on me but it's just like i don't really have much to say yeah it's no love lost needless to say it's no love lost i don't hate him i don't wish anything bad for him i don't you know bash him in any type of way i'm actually in a better space than i was when we first broke up okay um and you talk about that place of like forgiveness yeah it took a lot yeah it took a lot but i definitely knew like a long time ago that like i probably should have just like stopped so if you're in a relationship and that shit is going bad yeah. and it's not doing what it's supposed to do, yeah. stop falling in love with potential, uh-huh. stop the whole, but he, but he, but she, but she, uh, uh, but they, but they, uh, cut it. You know when some shit not right. You know when yeah. it don't feel right. You know when a person has crossed you. You know yeah. when you've taken some shit one too many times. Um, and it's hard. It is really, really hard. And mm-hmm. I, I saw this TikTok video and it was like uh, this girl. She was like recording herself crying, mm. and she was like, "It said like you know a past date." And the video was like, "When does the drip ever stop?" And then it went to current, and like she was smiling and stuff. And it was like, basically, it was saying like it won't last long, basically. And so I'm in that place now. Like when when, it, when everything first happened, I was really really sad. I was losing weight. I wasn't eating. <laughs> you had texted me that. I was not eating. I was sick, y'all. I was sick. Like, not even sick about the situation. I was just sad. Like, I just couldn't come out of a funk type mm-hmm. shit. And, um, yeah, I, I, I feel much, much better. I did therapy. Get y'all ass in therapy, bro. Like, I knew I, knew I needed help when I came back from Vegas. Yeah. Because Vegas was at the end of June. I came back from Vegas, and I just crashed. Like, my life, I just was crying about shit. Because, you know, you go on vacation, you have a great time. And what people don't, I feel like the part that people don't talk about a lot is learning to do stuff on your own after you've been with a person for so Ooh, long. Ooh, speak on it. Yeah. Back. Yeah. On it. <laughs> learning to do stuff on your own when when you've been with a person for so long and, like, that's been your person. You know, you hit them up, you be like, hey, you want to go grab a bite to eat? Hey, you want to go go to the mall real quick yeah. with me? Hey, you want to do X, Y, and Z with me? Hey, you want to go across the country? Hey, you want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is a person that you call for everything in every situation. Y'all talk about everything. You spent a lot of your time with them. Mm-hmm. I wasn't living with him, but we still spent a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard when that is no longer. And, and then to try to find confidence in that person, the person that, you know, you shouldn't be talking to no more. Yeah. You would still hit them up like, hey, I just need somebody to talk to. Yeah, That's the worst thing you can ever fucking do. Don't ever fucking. <laughs> don't ever do that shit. If I have any advice for anybody going through any breakups, do not do that. Like, I, get you a therapist. Mm. Get you a freaking therapist. That has been the best thing for me, like, honestly. And I'm really shocked at my progress so soon. 
Okay. But yeah, you know. Uh, you said so when you was like, uh, you been alone when you been with somebody for so long. Yeah, when you with somebody so long and your life pretty much revolves or includes this other body, mm-hmm. and then you gotta figure out your individualism again now right. all over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said something with that one. That's hard. It's yeah. really hard because like you don't realize it until really until that person is lo- no longer there. Yeah. How much like time you spend with that person and. It's difficult, like, I don't know. It's it's really difficult. And, you know, we have mutual friends now, so I still see him. Yeah. I still see him, but it's like one of them things where I hope you're doing okay. I, I, I'm doing okay. And let's just chuck it up. So what did you learn about yourself through counseling and this breakup? What did you learn about just Lizzie? Um, so we're still in therapy. It's still it's still a work in progress, mm-hmm. but um I think that I worry, I worry a lot about the future and like what my life will turn out to be. Yeah. And I feel like I don't really bask in the moment a lot mm-hmm. or like accept what my actual reality is right now. Mm-hmm. Instead, I'm creating this vision in my head of like what things could be, where things could go. And I feel like that's where I kind of got myself in a downward spiral with my relationship with him because I was so like wrapped around like, okay, where could we be in? five years where well where are we right now yeah right now it's not good you know right now it's horrible yeah. we are in the trenches yeah this is terrible you know what i'm saying and don't get me wrong we had some good parts of our relationship but mm-hmm. the bad parts was treacherous and yeah. so it's like you know you just gotta you gotta live for what's the reality right now and so yeah. that's what i've learned about myself in therapy she's like working with me on not being so worried about the future, just like right now. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm kind of in that place now where not that I want to date anybody or be in a relationship with anybody, but I miss companionship. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, well, don't worry too much about it. Just let it happen. Like, just live naturally. Just go about your day. Just do whatever you got to do. And yeah. then it'll figure itself out. So definitely worry too much about the future, for sure. Just be always in my head about stuff, like yeah. overthinking. So it's a process. It's a journey. You've been there. You've you're you've overcome. You're on the other side of what I'm currently going through. What I've been through. Breakups. <laughs> Come on now. You've been you're on the other side. You're on the other side of the breakup. I'm still It took me two years to get yeah. to this. Yeah. It took me two years. I yeah. guess I talk about it. Yeah. So I was in a relationship with a person that I thought, you know, was a you know, was a good person to be in a relationship with, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This was my second relationship ever. I've only been in three, right? Uh, the first one was high school crush, mm-hmm. sweetheart. Second one was now, this is the pandemic, you know, the heat of it. I'm home. We all locked in the, locked away, and I meet this person in the same city that I'm from. And then, you know, the third one is now I'm an adult, you know. Right. I think this third one is like my second adult relationship but that first one was me like really getting to adulthood so the second one is the one that really you know showed taught a lot taught myself a lot about myself shorty has showed me and presented herself to be a certain way that I liked really really liked and then turned to be completely the opposite of that after she got me Mm -hmm. you know and one of the things that I had to realize is that I had a huge issue with abandonment. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and it stems from my father not being in my life. Once being like, you know, my everything and then started being neglectful and then me having to cut him off. And so I I didn't realize that I was affected by my father being a neglectful father um, as I got into, when I got into that relationship. Because whenever we'll get into arguments, she would leave and go down the street to her mama house because they live right down the street from each other and she'll stay there for days. And I would be in the crib. And I'll sit there and suffer and stay in the crib with not texting, calling her, checking in on her because she wouldn't do none of that for me. Mm. So I would I would treat her how she would treat me, but I would stay in her crib and not just go back home. I would stay in her crib because I'm trying to prove a point that I can endure someone leaving me, mm-hmm. right? Someone that I love mm-hmm. deeply leaving me and uh, not yearning or calling them or going after them, fighting mm-hmm. for them type shit because nobody, you know, this my father left me and didn't fight for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to prove that I can overcome this. And that shit was eating me up. Why are your dumb ass doing this to my just go home? Right, right. <laughs> but to me, like, I just thought that I needed to do this mm-hmm. because I don't like having weaknesses. Mm-hmm. But I I learned, you know, like I really do have issues with abandonment. And although I was doing that to try to get past that issue, mm-hmm. I need to do something a bit more healthy <laughs> than yeah. doing it that way. Sure. Uh, but that relationship uh, definitely showed me so much about myself. So I'm grateful that I endured that relationship, but I also hate that I endured that relationship because the fucking person won't leave me alone to this day. Oh, Tamaya. The whole keep posting about Tamaya. No, no. Oh, my. The damn girl keep posting about me. Oh, my God. I be too fucking nice to people. I be too goddamn nice. Y'all, this left really quick. Oh, my God. You had to get that off. You yeah, had I had to get, to get, that, get that off. Yeah. This, this, I, you know, I had to learn. You know, I had this thing where, you know, Take the high road always. No. But no. No more. I'm not <laughs> doing that. Ass where they anymore. Peter put ass. This whole keep posting on her damn Facebook saying, Oh my God, I can't believe y'all had me crying over a whole that shit into my cat litter box. Let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all. Okay. Ooh. She keep posting that on her social medias, trying to see if she can get a reaction out of me. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not happening. I don't care about you like that. Move on. Right. But She's getting people, I guess, to comment and stuff because you're posting about somebody shitting in a cat litter box, right? Mm-hmm. Let me see what the tea is about. Yeah. Let me tell you the story real quick, man. Because <laughs> ain't no shame in my game, nigga. I go shit in your girl cat litter box and take your girl. Like, is a that cat simple? cat litter box? Yes, it doesn't matter. So, more of the story. Do I look like a person that's going to shit in the cat litter box just because I want to? If you say yes, fuck you. Well... <laughs> so it's obviously a reason why i did it right Right. okay the girl is so mean if you could think of the meanest person in the world is this person right she's so mean and evil she i was helping her move out her crib i was in the basement cleaning her basement up uh she was she had my sister's cat now at the time and her cat that cat was in love with me like whenever she in heat she coming after me want to follow me and shit so you know i'm down there hanging out with her cleaning I got the runs now, right? I go to, up to the bathroom. I'm not, I knock on the door. <laughs> I knock on the door. She ain't answering the door. Right. She like, no, locks herself in the in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Ugh, okay, I'm going to go back downstairs and clean up. And hopefully, you know, me cleaning up, she'll be out by the time I'm done. Right. The whole still in there. I go back up there. The girl in the bathtub just, just bathing and shit won't get out. <laughs> And I'm just like, you can't even open the door and just let me just do my thing. Like, right. I'm sorry, but I right. got to, you know, right. no, none of that. Mean as hell. Right. I'm like, oh, okay. 
I just keep going up and down, keep trying to get in that bathroom. It's not happening. So mm. what you going to do if you in a situation and now this shit at the fucking right. tip of your damn butt you see, you see the shit on yourself or, or what? Figure something out. Okay. Right. right. So I saw that cat litter box down there and I, I thought about this too. So it was, it was premeditated. <laughs> I, I was like, Hey man, if I shit in this, at least I could scoop it up, huh, dispose of it, right. you know? So I had to do what I do, and I shit, shit in that cat litter box. Right. And I told her about it because, ho, you made me shit in the cat litter box. Right. Right? And so now she keeps posting about it all of a sudden, two years later, right? about me shit in the cat litter box because her ass won't stop thinking about how much of a great person I was to her. Well... You know, when you say the story yourself, there's no longer nothing to talk about. There's nothing to talk about. There's nothing to discuss. There's nothing to air out because you just said it. But I also am not, you know, around or people, people know of me and my podcast. Mm -hmm. That's probably on her Facebook page Mm -hmm. or some shit. But, you know, I don't know if they listen to the podcast. She probably going to see this clip. I mean, if I make it a (laughs) clip, yeah, but I don't know if they'll ever see that I spoke on it. But shit, I spoke on it. Right. My people's knows. Right. I shit in the cat litter box and I'd do it again if I had to. (laughs) <laughs> please don't please don't do it again please don't please find like, why you think there's tea bro find something a pla- i don't know a plastic bag Go she outside. posted it on her tiktok too because she sees us on tiktok i'm mm-hmm. sure she sees us on her for you page she posted on tiktok and i feel like she did it in hopes that i would see it at least on tiktok right and she don't know if i know or not that right. she's posting about me mm-hmm. i'm i and i'm just like bro stop before i get petty yeah because i know actual yeah. tea that's one thing that like I just I just don't care to do. Yeah. It's like talk about my relationship and like the specifics online. Yeah. Cause like you were with that person. Yeah. You stayed with that person. Yeah. So, and like, you stayed with me after that. Niggas in her comments like, how you why she do that? How you going But you stay with you me. You stay with me. And you you love my shitty ass draws. Right. <laughs> Stupid. And still hit me up after. Stupid. Right. So dragging a person on the internet is just like not. It's just it's not. Dumb. It's not beneficial, yeah. and you should just like not do it. If you're mad and you just really want to talk to that person, just hit them up. Yeah, I'd rather you do that than to get on the internet and just be trying to drag somebody yeah. just because. Because now I like I have less compassion for you if you're gonna right. talk about me and I don't do nothing but right. show love. Yeah, I don't talk about that hoe. Yeah, hoe, hoe. Wow, <laughs> that's real. That's real. That's real dirty of you. Yeah, man. Not yeah, hoe, man. You you gotta stop being nice to people that don't show you the same kind of. Oh, thing. for sure. Stop being nice to people that do not fuck with you like that. Oh, setting boundaries. Yep. <coughs> yep. Set boundaries. Yep. I realized that too. Like I have a hard time setting boundaries. That's something else. Something yep. that therapy has taught me too. Yep. It's like, I don't know. I just be, it's, first of all, it's hard for me to tell people no. Mm-hmm. And then two, I just have, I don't know. I just have a really hard time just like setting hard boundaries. Sometimes I'll bend the rules. Sometimes I, yeah. So set your boundaries, please. Don't let people walk over you. Don't let people just do anything and everything like. For real, it'll benefit you in the end, really, because you'll weed out bad people a lot faster mm-hmm. if you just set your boundaries. A lot faster. So, yeah, man. If you uh going through a breakup or, you know, need relationship advice. <laughs> relationship advice, Boy. you know. Or, you know, you don't want a second opinion on some stuff. Run it by us, huh? <laughs> we got a little, got a little fucking experience in this shit, but girl, I I don't like giving people relationship advice because not advice, but like you know, everybody's situation be different. But I done went through some shit in relationships, and I've only been in three. I, I think your shit is a lot worse than mine. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think it's a lot worse than a lot of people. But well, I don't know okay. if I can really say that, but 
Worse than mine. What you been through? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, I think moral wise, I think the stuff that I've been through morally has probably been worse than like the stuff you've been through. You've been more through like characteristic stuff. Like people just have bad character. I mean, yeah, but somebody, you know what? We not, we not gonna talk about this. We not gonna talk about this. We not gonna talk about this. We not gonna get into it. Tobaya asked me, she was like, "Are you gonna talk about your breakup?" I was like, "I mean, I can. That's fine, but I'm not. I'm not going into details, and I'm yeah. not saying specifics." So, I got a lot of healing I still gotta do. Yeah, just this me week too. alone, I was still grieving over my first relationship. Yeah, I still got stuff I gotta heal through, and it hit me this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and grieving is not linear no, no 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 i don't think i'm gonna ever get past this i hope i do i need to mm-hmm. but i definitely have seen a pattern of not being able to trust my judgment um and with choosing myself or uh, choosing my person and just found a balance between you know making decisions for the betterment of both of us mm-hmm. uh, i still be like not the most confident in my decisions sometimes mm-hmm. because the first relationship i definitely chose myself more than choosing what's best for my relationship mm-hmm. And that bit me in the ass. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so I did, yeah. That's another reason why you should get therapy too. Is like when you deal with some stuff in a relationship and y'all go y'all separate ways, don't carry that baggage into the next relationship. Please. And uh, like that'll drive your next partner away. Please. Please take care. <laughs> why you gotta stay like that? Please take care of it. No, for real. Like everybody keep asking me, like, are you gonna date? Are you gonna get in a relationship? Are you gonna do this? Are you gonna do that? I'm taking my. When I say sweet time, at this point, I will kick it with somebody before I go and get it in a relationship because it's just like, uh-uh. I, I need, it's me. Mm. It ain't, at this point, it ain't even you. It's me. I need to take care of my mental. Like, I need to learn how to unlearn the stuff that I learned while I was in that relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just now starting to feel like myself again, starting to feel like happy-go-lucky me again. Like, I was in the kitchen the other day, blasting music, cooking and dancing. I said, damn, I ain't did this in a long time. Mm -hmm. So, for sure, when you get out of relationships, you have to do therapy, talk about it, take your time. Don't be one of them people that rush into getting into another relationship because it's just like, what's the point? Just to, just to get that partner and you wear them the fuck down because you're mad about some trust issues from your previous relationship, like, it's not worth it. Now you didn't ruin a good person and the cycle continues. Don't do that. Don't be that person. If you see me and you trying to see what's up. Period. I love sexy. You like sexy red? Yeah, she cool. She cool. She cool. Yeah. Like, do I like her, the rapper, or like... Her music. You like her vibe. You like her music. Yeah, she cool. I ain't tripping over sexy red. Oh my god, I like sexy. I like now. Nah, now, nah, am I a ghetto ratchet person like that? No, I am not. I'm very. You know what's funny? Martell slid up on my Snapchat and was like, "Oh my god, you listen to sexy red? I thought you listened to gospel music." <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, that's a fucking insult, Martell." But I mean, I mean, it was funny. But I'm just like, "Damn, my gospel? Am I that? Am I?" Like that? No, like, his ass was fucking around. Oh, you know, I'm, like, damn, I'm like, gospel. Like, <laughs> fuck. Okay. But um I like sexy. She cool. I like I mean, I like like I'm not gonna go turn on some sexy red. That ain't, you know, my go to, but right. I definitely, you know, vibe to it when people playing it. I'm not an ass shaker at parties, but she make me wanna shake ass. I understand why people like her music. Yeah, she lit. Yeah. 
It's cool. For sure. I like authenticity. You know. I like um what's that song I sent you? Oh my mama. By Victoria Monet. You like you like the remake? The remake? What you mean? Well, it's like not a remake, but it's like a, a sample of Oh My Mama. You don't know the original? Oh my mama. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. Do you like her re her re her song? Do you, do I like her version of it? Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. I'm like, did she did somebody remix it or something? No. Yeah. Yeah. I love that song. Yeah. She did her shit. It's nice. I love everything about that song. Yeah. That video is great. Sean Bankhead did his little thing on the choreography. Yeah. But that yeah, video is like, great. I like that song though. It's cute. It's catchy. I want to learn the choreography, but we'll see if I get around. Oh. Okay. Sprinkler. Ah, Katie. <laughs> she, she did her shit. They did. it was thing. good though. I I like that song. I'm stuck on that. I'm kind of stuck on a um a throwback vibe too right now. Uh, like a like a pretty Ricky B2K. Oh no, you had that. I've I've been stuck on her. I've been listening Victoria? to all her past music and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. She probably fin- she one of the ones for me now. Like I got like a collection of artists that I just vibe to, and mm. that's all I listen to. Mm-hmm. She one of them now. She got a song. That I was listening to, and it's like, uh, it's just in my head. It's called uh, Go There With You. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that song. When yeah. I first was going through um, my breakup, mm. I didn't want to listen to no music. No music? None. I would, I drive 50 miles to work and back home. I would ride in silence. You ain't want it to like trigger something? Correct. Correct. Love, love songs, turn that shit off. I <laughs> turn love, it off. love, boy. Turn it off. Turn the love songs off. Turn the, I don't, I couldn't even listen to rap because he would listen to rap. And like mm-hmm. every song I would hear would remind me of him. Like, cause I'm not a rap girl, not right? the way Lollipop made you cry. <laughs> Lollipop. No, like, so like some of his favorite artists were like Rod Wave, Young Boy. I'm dead. Stuff like that, you know, and, and of course the hood niggas, King Von, little mm. little Dirk, little her. So you had to let Drill go. I didn't let it go, but <laughs> it's still on my playlist. But when it come on, it be kind of like, oh, that's cute. But I'm in a different place now, so I can handle it. But mm. before, boy, was I a mess. You and you. I was at work crying, G. And you know, I just I had just started this job. Like I started the job in February. I was hiding from the ass. You damn heteros. Y'all damn niggas listen to raw waves and. I, Kodak Blacks and that and y'all can't listen to that music because y'all grieving. I'm dead. I'm glad I can't listen to that shit. No, really though. No, really though. I hate a young boy. Every time he would play it, I hate a young boy. I'd be like, could you just turn this off? But I actually did start liking Rod because of him. Mm-hmm. Like Rod Wave speaks to me. My stomach. Same old, same old. This is always. Same old, same this old. Is always. But we're gonna get you up out of here real soon. But yeah, <laughs> music, music definitely has a way of like healing the soul. Mm-hmm. But initially, I could not. Boy, I cannot do it. L.A. Trouble in Paradise. That uh, EP album, that project, got me through. L.A. My the, the, the artist's name is L.A. E L H A E. Trouble in Paradise. E L H A E. I feel like it's L.A. E-L-H-A-E. Yeah. Oh, I guess. I feel like that's what it is. I never knew, but I just said I assume it's L.A. E-L. That's L-H-A-E. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. More story. Look into that project. That shit got me through my first breakup. It actually is what I used as inspiration for my EP eventually. Okay. That project. Okay, so now I definitely got to go listen. Cause uh, yeah. 
Yeah. It's a song on there called I Don't Believe in Love. Mm-hmm. So great. I had sent that to her. I had texted to her one time. Oh, she says it's your way of like telling me we really Maya not. is very toxic. <laughs> Maya is very, very toxic. I communicate through music, man. Mm-hmm. And that's how I was feeling. Like You know what that is? Was... That's not like future. What the nigga, I had to bring on my and first what is future? love. Toxic. Future is toxic. I had to bring on my first love. I don't believe in love anymore. <laughs> this hurt me so bad. Really, Tamaya? That song, that song, you know, got me through, man. Right. Yeah, man. That that's a great song. It's a great project. Go mm-hmm. to go look at, look into it. And if you over there healing through your relationship, cause T gave you that song, let me know, man. Mm-hmm. Let me know. Now look, Lizzie on her ride home. She gonna listen to that project. I'm gonna listen to it. I'm gonna see what it, I'm gonna see what's to it. He I got am. another one too. I've been wanting some new music too. Some new, some new music. It was another project that got me through the second. I can't tell you. I at this point, I have listened to Summer Walker's album front to back. That was the up one. and down about mm-hmm. fifty million times. Yep. Most of her plays probably come from me. Yeah. At this point, and yep. I, I love Summer. Clear too. I loved it. Okay. So it's just like Summer. You know, I, I, you know, I love it, but I need some more. I need some more because I, I, I keep listening to the same stuff. Uh, the second album, uh, anti, uh, I'm over it or still over it. Both of them. Both of them. I listen to both of them. I listen to clear. I listen to clear too. Mm-hmm. All of them. Mm-hmm. I keep them in rotation. Literally the past two years, Summer Walker has been my number one on Apple music. And that's crazy because Chris is usually my number one, mm-hmm. but Summer Walker has taken over and I don't know. I just. I kind of got into Scissors album a little bit, okay. Snooze, but yeah. it's only a couple of songs on there for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, dang. But those ones hit, though. <laughs> yeah, they do. But it's like, dang, I, I need something else to listen to. I'm tired of listening to the same stuff. So that's why I got into the whole throwback, you know, nostalgia and it's all that. There's music out there, man. Y'all missing out. That's why I got tuned to the Club Coaching Music Podcast, learn some new R&B. Well, then, there we go. Are you missing out? It's some, it's some, it's some music out there. I can give you some music to cry to. I got them on my phone. I don't want to cry. I'm over crying. <clears throat> I give you some music to reminisce. I'm on. definitely over crying, and that's crazy. I give you some love songs. That's crazy. I'm, I'm, I could do love songs, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely over crying though. I get to. Yeah, I'm for sure over crying. I don't have another fucking tear in my eyeballs. I like the pain. I, I think I'm addicted to pain. I, I do. I really do think I'm addicted to pain. You think that's okay? I don't know. What's wrong? If, if we had to, like, just think about it. What would be wrong with being addicted to pain? Like, I can, fi- I can figure out some wrongs. So I want to well, hear what you think. why are you addicted to pain? Uh, I just think that I have, like, a unique divine skill that was given to me to be able to endure very hard shit mm-hmm. and overcome it. And a lot of people don't have that resilience to do that. And so I think I'm addicted to pain because I just always find myself in positions where I'm with the most fucked up person or they going through something and mm-hmm. I'm helping them work through it, get through, you know, that stage. Of that I don't know end. if I'll say that being addicted to pain is a good thing. I don't know mm-hmm. if I'll say it's a bad thing either. But I mean, it fucks me over in the end. But <laughs> at least I know that You're a fixer. I help. You're a yeah. fixer. At least I know I help somebody through something. Like, because yeah. I'm going to always be good. I know I'm going to always be okay, but mm-hmm. I don't know if other people will if they don't have somebody like me and want to, like, actually help them through something instead yeah. of just want to use I don't, them. I don't know if it, being addicted to pain is a good thing. You should probably 
I got a song called Used by You. You do. <laughs> you do. You that, do. Yeah, yeah. I ain't no cap of my rap. <laughs> you do. You do have a song called Used by You. You absolutely do. Yeah. I wanna be you. Used by You. My ex told absolutely. me that she listened to that project with her now girlfriend. Right. And she said that's her favorite song. Period. I bet it is. Because guess what? You what? used to me. Somebody, you are throwing a <laughs> lot of shade and shots. This, you really had something to get off your chest. I don't, I don't be having, you know, I had to sit through these two relationships and keep everything to me. I always take the high road. Right. And, you know, I done went through seeing tweets, everything. Of you, saying, you're just, at your wit's end. Just talking shit about me. Mm-hmm. First ex said she never had exes. Mm-hmm. You like God damn, nigga! You, I was in love of your life. What do you mean? You, I ain't gonna lie. Now how you gonna say her? How you gonna say her that? She know. <laughs> she, she, you gonna make that decision for her? Yeah. Oh, okay. Second one, she, she know got no well. She ain't. Hey, you, you, you dropped the bag. Ugly. Right. right. But the third one though, third one she got it. I told you she did. She got it. I told you she did. You was right about. You was right about. And you was right too. I mean, I gotta say it. What about my situation? Okay. Right. I, mean, I mean, it's always easy to see somebody else's situation. Absolutely. Speak on somebody else's shit. For sure. Yeah. But you know, life goes on. Nah, fuck, fuck the second ex. First one, we cool. You I right. thought she was finna name drop. I was gonna nah, say, nah, ain't no way nah, she finna nah, do that. They don't deserve that. They don't deserve that. <laughs> I was like, ain't no way she finna nah, do but, that. But my first ex, she did uh, shout the pod out. She had mm-hmm. got us a little write-up uh, mm-hmm. in an Atlanta uh, magazine. Mm-hmm. She oh, said some dope. nice stuff. It's dope. Yeah. Do you think that... You could ever become friends. Cause like when I first was going through my breakup, mm. I was like, nah, nah, we're gonna be friends. Like we're gonna be cool. I think it's just but now we're not cool. Like he's reached out, but like I haven't said anything because like in all honesty, if you're not coming to me with an apology or some sort of acknowledgement about why we're in the predicament that we're in, there's nothing to talk about. We can't be cool until you take accountability. Correct. Yeah. Um, and so I think for some time though, I was hoping that we could be friends and that we could still like be in each other's lives. Mm-hmm. It was always the hope. Yeah, but I, it's not, it's not working. I'm like, I'm really curious if people really have like successful friendships, friendships with their ex. And when I say successful, I mean like platonic. Like it's yes, not, yeah. it's not nothing going on behind closed doors. Y'all mm-hmm. not secretly sneaking and geeking. And y'all dating somebody else, you know, at the same yeah. time. I mean, seriously, like, y'all just friends. Y'all really just, like, hit each other up. Probably in different relationships now. Like, hey, how can I better handle this situation? Or, like, what did you hate about the relationship so bad that, like, maybe I'm repeating this with somebody else. Can you help me type shit? I think it's very possible. It's mm-hmm. just not realistic to do with knowing how much people have abused, try to be friends with people, and not actually try to be friends right. with them. So now it's like no one has that level of trust that people can actually do it. But do you think that's uh so like for example, me and my ex. Yeah. If we ever became friends and we were really just friends, I think usually the trust part is on like for example, my spouse, the person who I'm who I would be currently dating, they wouldn't trust that situation. It's not so much like me and him wouldn't trust each other to keep yeah. it that way. It's more of like a re- respect and trust thing for the other yeah. couple, you know? Yeah. So, or the yeah. other person in the relationship. Your partner needs to trust you. Yeah. They need to 
not be in La La Land and just start out of a sudden don't trust you no more. Mm-hmm. They need to trust you. They need to, you need to also be trustworthy. And it should be just that simple. Yeah. But, you know, it'll, 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 know. it'll be that simple. Transparency needs to always be there. Right. Hey, yo, we finna go to the mall at three. We're going to probably go, you know, go get some Chinese I don't know food. if we kicking it that much, but yeah, nah. go to the mall. Yeah, no. Nah. It really depend <laughs> on it. Depend on the ex, like yeah. The first ex, we made music together. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted to, if we break up, I don't feel like we should not be able to make music anymore. Like yeah, we can grieve and get past the relationship, but mm-hmm. after that, we should still be able to come together and make music again if we were good working together. Right. And my partner should, you know, trust and believe that I'm genuinely here to make some music and then come back home. Right. All that hanging out and stuff, I don't really care to do all of that. Right. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I think at first I was hoping that maybe we could Mm. be friends, but now I'm kind of in a place where it's like, okay, we'll see where it goes. To do what? Right. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah, no. 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 No, we can't be friends. No. No. Okay. Don't text me. Well, (laughs) I mean, we see they have not followed that. Ugh. Yeah. So. No. But my first ex, like, we just have this. We had we went through some some tough stuff, and so if you going, I just always breakup, have that care, that level you. of care for her. Yeah. And the person I with is the person I need to be with because I need to be with somebody that truly understands, uh, that and tr- and believe that I genuinely am a good solid person, and mm. I'm not doing fool shit. Like a lot of people do a lot of fuck shit. Yeah. And be fucking people over by not being honest. Yeah. I'm not one of those people. I'm going to tell you goddamn well. I texted her Tuesday ago and, and we was uh, talking about cake. Like, I'm going to tell you for real. Right. <clears throat> I want to be able to go to my partner and just be able to tell you, like, whatever, anything. anything. Yeah. And I would What's love for them to. Me? Yeah, yeah. Anything. Literally anything. Like, me and my uh, partner, we do counseling together. Oh, that's she, dope. She ain't never did that before. That's dope. I'm making her see my counselor this Monday. I told her she got to do a whole month of counseling just because she's going through something and I'm not going to be her therapist. No, that's real. That's real. That's real. Yeah. I don't play about mental health. No, that's real. Being being uh aware enough to understand that, you know, maybe somebody doesn't have the mental capacity to listen or not listen, but take on yeah, your your things that are bothering you at that time, where you know, deliver the the communication or maybe advice that you're seeking or mm-hmm. reassurance that you're seeking in that in that moment. Like, don't depend on somebody else to do that because yeah. they may not have the mental ability to yeah deliver, yeah. and then you'll be disappointed. You be like, well, damn, you're not listening to me, or damn, you're not giving me the space I need to. No, seek that own. Seek I don't your know who own. Told space. y'all that's our jobs, right? There's people that went to school to be this and do this for you. Now, should your partner? Be there for you, sure. Should they moral support? Absolutely. Yeah. But it should not be their sole responsibility to take on the your, role of a therapist. Your shit <laughs> with you. You yeah. finna, you come to your partner who Especially didn't. if you're not doing nothing to better it. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine me coming to you. Mm-hmm. You ain't do a lick of psychology. Right. You don't know what you. the hell a narcissist actually is. Right. <laughs> I'm like, hey man, I think my dad's a narcissist. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Right. <laughs> And well, what, 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 what do you shit. want me to do? I don't know. And you right. just like, yes, man, yes, man. Because right. you, you don't know. Right. Go to a fucking therapist, yeah. bro. Y'all be wanting people to be world scientists yeah. and figure out y'all traumas and issues. For and sure. They got it, too. And right. you know, It's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. 
But we can close close out this well, episode. It was nice being here. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, I girl. missed y'all. Y'all missed it me. Yeah. I'm sure we'll go. Y'all, I have know comments. that it's not missed it. So please don't override me in the damn comments about that word. Yeah, man. Let, y'all let us know how y'all felt about this episode. For sure. This was season three, accountability. For sure. With my homegirl, Lizzie McGuire. It is I. Club culture, we out. See you all. Season four. Just watch the damn podcast.